0: Welcome to Sell Like You, the ultimate sales podcast that will teach you how to make sales your superpower, transform your mindset, and in doing so, explode your sales beyond your wildest dreams. I'm Harriet Meller, and over the last 17 years, I've helped hundreds of top companies around the world, including my own, make more money and qualify more leads using simple strategies that work. In this podcast, you'll learn how I generated over 10 million in annual sales, along with the sales techniques, processes, and tools that will work for you to generate more dream-aligned clients and scale your business beyond what you thought was possible. If you're sick of the boring, outdated, and pushy sales tactics of the past, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Do you know that belief in your offering alone won't convert your sale? You need trust, you need confidence in both you, your offering, and your company. So belief alone in your in your offering won't convert the sale. They could be like, hell yes, this is, sounds awesome, this is great. But if they don't believe in you and your company in addition, it can be a really hard conversation and one that may never convert. And so they need to believe that you can solve their problems, but if they don't trust you, this can be a no-go for the sale. So are you thinking about that when you are having conversations reflecting upon opportunities that you have spoken to or have you ever walked away from buying something because the salesperson was awful and gone somewhere else? I know I have and I've definitely seen it happen and this brings into the conversation of personal brand building a personal brand alongside your business is so important because they may know your business or they may know you but do they know the other and then when then it comes then down to your product or your service again we're having to build trust and awareness at each of those and I spoke about personal brand with Lana Hill on a previous episode so definitely make sure you check that out but building an awareness of yourself is as important as marketing your brand or your company but remembering that people buy from people and one of the top conversations that, that I had with Lana was about a couple of clients of mine that they've got teams and the question is always how much time should they be spending on personal brand? Should they be allowing the teams to do that during their their working day? And, and the answer was absolutely yes. Uh, because if they believe in the person that they are dealing with, then they will then have a stronger belief in the business or they may not know about the business. So therefore, they've got to believe and trust and know about the business alongside the product or service. So again, the three things, you, your company and your product or service requires belief, trust, awareness, knowledge. So bear that in mind when you are having conversations and when you are showing up to have conversations with people. And if you are not yet leveraging personal brand, if you're not yet leveraging company brand, then just be mindful of those two pieces that will be coming into that puzzle. And if I look back at my corporate job upon reflection, it wasn't the company that I worked for that attracted my clients or my partners in my vendors. It was me. It was my personal brand, the relationships that I built, the way that I showed up, the way that I delivered my products or services, although under the banner of the company I worked for, it was about how I showed up to that meeting, it was about how I came in, supported, enabled. I built trust. And so from trust, I can then deliver options, deliver examples, deliver new ways of doing things. And they've already got one piece of trust because they already know me and I've proven it before. The company's delivered every time. And whenever we're adding in a new product or a new service, I've got to build trust and awareness and belief in that as well and so the same way if they wanted to buy from me but maybe the business wasn't aligned or we had a problem there then it'd be a really difficult job for me to convert that through and again vice versa if we're looking at these big large established companies that are very well known household names it's a lot easier for those salespeople to convert that sale because they've already got that brand awareness behind them and so you may be aware that your business page, if you're looking at, if we reflect this and turn this into LinkedIn, that your business page isn't as often highly followed or aware or people are not as aware of it as they are with your personal page. And so, again, a lot of clients I speak to because LinkedIn is is generally, I recommend that, that that is a huge focus of what it is that we do together. And um, when I'm looking at LinkedIn or doing an audit of their LinkedIn I will see that often their personal brand, the people that work for the company, have a much higher awareness of following connections, et cetera, than their company does. And again, I think Jess Rufus mentioned this on our on our podcast episode from Colabosaurus. And she said that, you know, she's got a, a huge following on Calabosaurus, but her personal following gets a higher return than her business page. So again, so many things go into their belief, their trust, their note, their knowledge and their awareness. And so I remember in, in IT, we used to say that if you were working in sales for Microsoft, it wasn't really selling. And I, like, I feel a bit harsh now saying that um, because it was more of a transaction because Microsoft's a household name. Every single business uses Microsoft in some way or another. And if they're not using Microsoft, because a lot of people, and I know a lot of these large American businesses turned over to Google Suite, is that they still need to have Microsoft because majority of people send Word documents or Excel spreadsheets and you still need to be able to open them. So you still require a Microsoft license to do that. So again, what I'm really trying to say here is that Microsoft has got a fantastic brand reputation in the market. And so ultimately their salespeople, in my view at the time, didn't really have a very difficult job because there wasn't much out there that com- that, that competed. Everybody needed it. The subscription needed renewing. And if you got yourself on a, on a great patch, you were in a great position. Um, and that wasn't always the case. And I know that now, but... Um, you know, if businesses are like, they're known, they're trusted, the account manager or sales rep just has to be there. They've got to show up. They've already got, they're already one step, one step further along that, that ladder process to relationships. So bear that in mind for your business, for your reputation, for, for your company, your products, that there are a couple of extra things that we need to consider. And so if you're doing this right, then it's generally easier to sell into your existing clients because they've already got that belief and trust in you. Your business, your product, the upsell is focused on the belief and the trust in a new product or service and as long as you've done a good enough job in the interim and you've delivered on promises so far then the trust and the belief will be there and the only piece we've got to focus on now is the new product the new service that we need to be able to to deliver value and belief and knowledge and awareness around so if you look at your cycle of people that work with you if you've got a couple of options or different ways of working with you what often you'll find is that is that the second and third sale will be quicker and a lot easier because the trust and the awareness and the belief is there. And so if I if I give an example, I've got clients that will generally purchase the your sales funnel course, which is an online self-led course, and they won't finish it. They won't finish it. They'll get through about 60-70% of it maximum, maximum, and they will then automatically, I say automatically, they will generally then jump through and buy into a mastermind or into a sales audit. And the reason I believe that happens is that they, they they buy the sales funnel course at really low cost. They go into that program, they buy it, they consume the content. They already know me. They've they're following me through LinkedIn or through Instagram. Uh, maybe they're listening to this podcast. And they will go through that. They'll get content of value. They'll try a couple of things that work. They'll say, scrap this. I want the next level. I want to, you know, accelerate where I'm going. And I'm going to now invest at that next level. And so that investment is usually 10, 20 times the investment price point that they go in at because they're not afraid to go in at that next level. There's no question around. Can I deliver value? Do I know what it is that I'm talking about? Do they trust me? Do they believe in what it is that that I do? Because they've been following me for so long. They've purchased in and they're like, hell yes, this is going to work. And then they jump forward and go and purchase something else. So that's what I experience in that scenario when we're talking about selling into your existing clients. And that's not me trying to sell into existing clients. That's just me being aware sharing value, adding value and, and using that sales funnel as an opportunity for someone to test me out at a really low price point. So again, think about how people can test you out in the market and is it free? Is it a freebie? Is it a how-to guide? Is it a top tips? I talk about this in another episode about adding value to clients. Can you do that throughout your entire process to support people? I thought it's worthwhile sharing I recently finished um the way of the wolf by Jordan Belfort I I'm a big fan of Wolf of Wall Street and no I'm not a fan because he duped people he went to prison he's done all of his he's, he's paid his dues I'm sure uh, but his book is called the way of the wolf by Jordan Belfort and he says that no matter what product you're selling whether your prospect walks into your door answers your cold call or clicks on your website They will always enter the encounter with a preconceived notion about you, your product and about the company that you work for. So no matter what you're selling, whether your prospect came to you or whether you went to them, they will always enter the encounter with a preconceived notion about you, your product and the company that you own or work for okay so bear that in mind it's actually a really good book it's a really easy book to read if you are new to sales and you don't like the salesy pushy element then maybe give that one a miss um but I I appreciate the process that he takes clients through um and it's just another way and again I'm a massive sales geek so any books that are relevant to selling I will have read them and if I haven't then please tell me and I would love to read them um So I recommend that you take a moment, reflect upon how you build confidence in your discovery calls, meetings, in a way that can build trust, build belief or share belief about your product or service and build awareness about the company um, that you work for as well. Bearing in mind that they are the three things that our clients are looking to have trust or belief or knowledge in. So think about how you're doing that from the moment that they come on your website or the moment that you pick up the phone to them and all the way through to that final transaction. And think about a way that you could potentially highlight and work more opportunities into your existing clients. Are you doing them a disservice by not telling them about the other things that you're offering? Because remember, they've already got knowledge and awareness and hopefully trust in what it is that you're doing. So have you got more you can give to them? Is there more you can support them with? Tell them, share that with them, make it relevant to them. Understand a problem or a need or a desire that it will support, and you can easily share that with them. So go back, reflect see how you can add that in. Think about how you can do that and make a difference on your next call. Have a more powerful engagement or opportunity. If you liked this episode, then please like, share, follow. Let me know what your biggest takeaway is. I'm Harriet Sales Coach on Instagram and just search Harriet Meller on LinkedIn. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week.